The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. What a fine episode of UFC Unfiltered we have. Anthony Smith calls in, and we are joined in studio for almost the entire episode by David Branch. It's so much, so much, so much, so much fun. Shaws are dropped throughout this arena. Nobody is sitting down. Chasing that finish. Elbows raining down. Oh! On the button. Are you kidding me? Oh, he heard him again. He's out. This is... UFC Unfiltered. And now, your hosts, Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. Hi, Hello. Jimmy. How oh, are you? We talked at the same time. Let's start that over. Hello. Hi, Jim. Oh. Did it again. You first. Hi, Hello. Jimmy. Oh, oh, we're like Lenny and Squiggy. <laughs> For anybody over 50. Lenny and Squiggy. I loved Lenny and Squiggy. Nobody knows who the fuck that is. Because they would always say, Laverne and Shirley would always say something horrible. And then Lenny, it was perfect, you know. Oh, my God, what do you do when the toilet backs up? Hello! The door would open. Hello! Right like that? Neighbor entrances in sitcoms. There's a real art to them. And that's never how life works out. Lou just pulled that off in here. But it's, I know. Our pal Jamie English stopped in to say hello. Oh, you missed this. Like Larry Larry from Three's Company, you're saying. Like that neighbor just stops on in. But you miss Lou because he goes, hey, Jamie Irish. (laughs) He called him Jamie Irish. Are you joking? No! It was the worst thing ever. Don't let that motherfucker in here. Any- Why is this thing stuttering again? Because it's in a fucking Bluetooth. Stop with the Bluetooth, Chris. Yeah, yeah. We've t- I do. That's what it is. All right. Yeah. I stand corrected. Yeah. Is, it, is it working correctly? I had a funny yeah, joke, yeah. too. Do you? I can't wait to hear it. When he said, Jamie Irish, I said, who else do you want to see? Matt St. Pierre? We laughed. It was very funny. <laughs> I fuck. <laughs> Things. And then Lou did a joke after. Did he do a joke? Yeah, he don't, called. He sh- said, "Shoney Sarah." Don't let him. But it was here. the same joke I had just done. Right. You can't do the joke. Tw- you can't just. You do can't the joke do either. the joke twice. I don't know the rules of comedy, but I'm pretty sure that's one of them. What do we got going on today? I know we got a visitor coming. We have Anthony Smith on the phone shortly. Um, he's fighting Volkan Uzdemir. That is the main. Uh, that's the main event in the uh, in, in uh, Moncton. Where is that? New Brunswick in Canada? Yeah. On Saturday, October 27th. Oh, Moncton, New Brunswick. There it is. Now, that fight's not going on with Lobov. No. Uh, no. No. I'm not even look at you. There's, I don't no. know if it's official, but there's oh, rumors sorry. that Michael Johnson is going to step in and fight Lobov on that card, but that's okay. not official. He's a good guy. He gave me that piece to my uh, the phone, and I needed it, and, and he had one. He hesitated. Oh, we got a phone. Oh, we got Anthony Smith on the phone? 
We absolutely do. How are you? Hey, buddy. How are you? What's up, Anthony? I'm good. Matt, what's up, buddy? What's going on, Lionheart? Oh, man, I'm actually hanging out with your in your uh, buddy Kamozi's office right now. Oh, shit, man. Is Kamozi there, too? Yeah, he yeah. Was he's, well, he's right outside the door. He's right outside the door on the treadmill, trying well, to get skinny. He he is a little big. He's not. Listen, he's tall though. He could hold it, and he's got. And he's he listen. He's tall with those blue eyes. Nobody's gonna look at him like, look at this fat slob. You know, you're five <laughs> six like me, Lionheart, and you get a, like a little chubby. It's really really bad. But he was just hanging out with us, Kamozi, for a couple of weeks or so. Yeah, he was. He was telling me that uh, he's like he's told me, man, you got to get out to to match gym. He's got like twenty black belts at one spot. Yeah, man, man. Made, made me want to come out there real bad. I told you, man, anytime. Next time he's taking the trip, come on down, man. You can work with I'm gonna, Chris. I'm going to have to do that. It's awesome, man. I'm excited for you, man. Vulcan's a tough dude. Very. He is. He is, man. And he, he, you know, he's at that He's at that top spot as of right now. You know, I don't know how much people put into the rankings, but outside of the two guys fighting for the title, he's the, he's the top-ranked guy. So, you know, I think that a good opportunity for me for sure yeah he's two and and you're number 10 and and a win over him is huge what what do you feel about uh jones fighting augustus because that first fight was so incredible five years ago and i I, and obviously they're they're taking the belt from cormier because he's just got like one or two more fights at heavyweight um which is kind of a nice opportunity because he's not this way you gotta love cormier he's not gonna hold up the entire division they're immediately going for a championship fight, and if you if you beat uh, Uzdemir, you're in great shape, man. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm I'm happy that the title's back in rotation. You know, it, regardless about how anybody feels about John Jones or or whatever, the fact that the title's moving is a good thing for the rest of the division. Uh, and and like you said, I, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know what else I would have to do if I can go in there and I can put a dominant performance on Vulcan and get a finish, like I think I'm going to. I, I don't know. You know, I, I've spent my whole career since I was 17 years old chasing this dream, and, and, and my my dream has always been to to put myself in a position where I can comfortably ask for a title shot. And and I, and I think that this is my moment. I think that this is the opportunity. I don't know what else I'd have to do. You know, you you beat the guy that's that's the only you know the next one below the two guys fighting for the title. I don't know who else I'd have to beat. Well, you called for Gustafson, and uh, I guess he had a hamstring injury. Did, did, did he have a hamstring injury when you had called for it, or did he develop it uh, after? No, it's one of those hamstring injuries that happen right after someone calls you out. <laughs> oh, <shit>. um, <laughs> the, day, the day before the fight, the only issue I have with Gustafson is the day before we fought, or the day before I fought Shogun, he was out talking trash on Cormier, trying to get Cormier to fight him, and and begging for an opponent, and then I fight and win, and I get out of it uninjured like I said I would, and then so I call for the fight and say, you need a fight, I'll take it, and then all of a sudden he's injured. It just The timing just seemed really, really weird. You well, know? You, you know, that's not a bad, a bad thought. I, I, don't, I don't know Alexander at all, but it seems like almost like Nate Diaz, like, he was one of those guys who just seems to want to hold out for a big, big fight, which is everybody's instinct. I mean, uh, it seems to be working out for him. Sure, though. yeah, Jones yeah. coming back. and So that probably was nothing personal against you. But who the fuck wants to deal with Anthony Smith when you're hearing rumors that Jones is going to come back? Well, Frankie Edgar taught everybody a lesson, except Cormier, who's going to go fight uh, Derek Lewis. No, I, and I agree with that. I, I absolutely do. You know, he, he's, he's got himself in a, in a position, you know, where he can kind of do that a little bit. And, and, and like you said, you know, there were a lot of rumors of him coming back, and, 
if you're in a position where you can wait, I suppose why put it at risk? You know, but it's not exactly how how I do business, but you know, it's not, and it's not necessarily something that I respect. But at the end of the day, look like like you said, look at him he's fighting Jones for the title, so it, it definitely paid off. Now, Vulcan, when Vulcan fought DC, you know, DC had to utilize that his grappling, and in right. doing so, kind of made it look easy. Was that second round that he beat him? Was in? it second or the first round? That he submitted. I think, him. I think it was uh, he beat him up the first. He had him in the crucifix. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Vulcan standing up. I mean, the styles make fights. He put away some tough guys. He's he's nasty standing up. I don't want to ask about your game plan. And I've asked you this before. And I, I'll tell you because you're putting guys away. I think I'm yet to see it. We were talking about your ground game and whatnot. Do you think that fight exposed something with, with Vulcan in that fight with DC? I, I think what it exposed. More so than his grappling abilities, uh, he, it's kind of still hard to get a read on on his grappling abilities because of how good Cormier is on top. That is true. Um, so, he, what I've seen in that was was a, a mental break. I've seen Vulcan unable to deal with adversity. You know, I've seen him him just he doesn't do well in chaos, and what, which makes it really amazing to me that he can you know, go, go out all over the place and talk about how I, I don't know what it's like to compete at the top of the division and blah, 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 blah. Like, well, how the fuck did you do last time you were up there? <laughs> Not too goddamn well, if you ask me. You know what I mean? So it, he doesn't do well in chaos. And, and I don't know how you can talk trash about me when you don't do well with chaos. Like, let's just be honest here. That's the only thing I know how to do is just create chaotic situations. And... You know, I've I seen his inability to deal with that. And, and, and I've seen him, you can almost see in his eyes in the fight and questioning himself. You know what I mean? Like, he's exhausted in between the first and the second. And, and I, you know, and that's just with Cormier's pressure. But there's different types of pressures in this game. And you know that, Matt. There's oh, the physical you. pressure, you know, like Cormier puts on people. And there's that, that mental pressure that, of someone who moves forward like I do and, and you never know when I'm going to explode. Like, that's pressure in itself. And, and I'm not afraid of Vulcan, and and I really think he thinks I am, and he's gonna he's in for a, a fucking surprise because I'm not, and I don't care how many people you've knocked out, my name's not on that list. He thinks you're scared of. I don't know if he's seen your fight. I don't know if he's really unless he's. I don't know if he really believes you're scared of him. I mean, you're fucking, the nickname's Lionheart, and you're putting people to sleep. I don't fucking, yeah. if he's banking on that car, if he's banking on that, that, that could be a rude awakening. And he, and he did, it was the second round, not that I'm just letting everybody know I was correct, but it was two minutes into the second round that Cormier, uh, Cormier put him away. Oh, yeah, and, and, and honestly, man, outside of the other bullshit, I respect Vulcan. I mean, the dude's clearly got power in his hands. He, he's obviously doing something right to get to where he's at now. Um, I'm not taking him lightly by any means. I just don't see what everybody else sees. I don't see the devastating striker that everyone else does. I just don't. Uh, I, I, I think that he caught a couple guys by surprise. Uh, I wouldn't really count the Serkinov knockout because I don't know if you've seen it, but it, I don't know what happened there, but it's not like he even landed a big shot and it wasn't anything technical about it. Serkinov just kind of fell asleep. It was weird. But, you know, I'll, I'll give him the, the power thing. I just think that he catch, he caught some people by surprise and that no one really knew what he was about. And, and the gig is up. We all get it now. You know, there's no more surprises. And, and obviously you don't want to, you know, you're never going to look past the guy you're fighting, especially when it's Volkan Uzdemir. Never. But, but if, you, if you beat him, you know, the number two fighter, 
What do you do after that? I mean, you have e. Jones and Gustafson fighting. If you beat the number two fighter, I mean, logically, you probably have to fight, unless it's a devastating knockout, you logically may have to do one more before they give you a title shot. Just, you know, historically, the way UFC does things. Um, where do you look after that? Um, I, th- I think after this fight, I'm, I'm going to stay, stay in good shape and, and keep training. Just in case something happens with the with the Jones and Gustafson fight, you know, you just never know what's going to happen. This game is crazy, uh, and weirder things have happened. So I, I'll, I'll stay ready to jump in if I need to. Uh, if the fight goes ahead and goes through, um, you know, honestly, I'd like to lob, lobby for a title shot and and see at least the, at least have a meeting with the UFC and see how far away we are if they don't think that I'm that I'm next. Uh, and, I, and I'll take a little bit of time off. This is my third fight in five months. You know, I kind of spent the whole, I was looking forward to having a summer with my kids and I ended up fighting twice, you know, so I didn't get to do that. Um, so you want to stay in shape. I'm, but, so, I'm sorry, Anthony, you want to stay Go in ahead. shape and get ready in case something happens with one of these guys. I think they said Kamaru Usman did that in, in the, uh, yeah. the Woodley Till fight that he was going to come in in fighting shape. Well, he did. He did. Yeah. But then yeah. they fought. Yeah. And, they, and, they, and, they did and fight. I'm, yes. I'm, I'm fine with doing that. I'm fine with doing that, um, especially with these two. I mean, much, you know, I got respect for them both, but the, historically, they're 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 not perfect on making it to their fights, you know. So, uh, I'll be there and be ready to step in if I have to. And, and past that, I'm going to take a little bit of time off. I'm going to go get a vasectomy. And, oh uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, and then That's I'm gonna scary. I'm going to hang out and then get back at it. Wait, yeah. now what, you're getting that? Just how many kids do you have again, Anthony? You told me before. I've, Three daughters. Three daughters. So yeah, just like me. Wow. I got the memory of a damn goldfish. But uh, <laughs> what was I going to say? Now, just to make sure you don't have a fourth, that's what's going on now? You? Yes, sir. I, I'm I'm uh, ready to be an adult. Well, the best part is I don't need one because nobody wants to fuck me. So at least you need one. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm on the TRT, and you, you shoot blanks when you're on the TRT. You know what oh, I mean? I'm just me? putting that out there. That. I mean, listen, I'm not fighting. I'm not ashamed of it. Yeah, who cares? You can do what you want. Damn right I can. But yeah, so I don't have to do that method that I used to do um, of birth control, which is I've been, uh, I've been which is pulling out. Sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to get one after the last couple fights, but every time I get it scheduled, then they book me on another fight, and I just I can't say no, so I just have to cancel it. I do. Hey, does your does your does your wife want another kid or no? No, absolutely okay. not. That's good. See, my we're, wife does. Thank, thank God I'm on the ta- team. We're tapping out. Yes, that's what I told her. She's like, don't you want to try for the boy? I'm like, no. no. I don't want to have to raise a no. man. I just want to love my girl so they don't have daddy issues, and I'm good. That's it. David Branch What's is up? here, by the way. He came in, and he's listening to the interview, and you're shaking your head. What's up, no. David Branch? David Branch. What's going What's on, David Anthony, Branch? man? That's, uh, I, I can, that, that, man, that's, uh, that's bravery right there. I don't know if I could do that, man. My dad had 22. <laughs> your dad had 22? 22 Holy kids, man. About- I think we have, but I just, I'm still in I awe. still get I think, shocked. I think I listened. I think I listened to that episode that the branch was on here, and I remember him saying it. I remember you got one more, like Anthony. Come on, no, man! Stop. You got one more. <laughs> Don't do one that. more. Don't do it. <laughs> no way, man. I'm the I'm angel out. on your shoulder. Say no. <laughs> Twenty two. Do That's just amazing to me. Hey, isn't it, isn't Branch fighting Jocker Ray? Yes. yes, he is in the garden. Man, that's a great fight, man. Damn right it is. That is oh, a, that awesome. is a yeah. great fight. I'm so excited. There's so many good fights coming up. 
All right, what else we got? We, let's, let's, uh, let's, Anthony's fight is exactly... It's is October it? 27th. Yes. It's the main event. Uh, Uzdemir, of course, against Anthony Smith. And uh, you're fighting up in New Brunswick, Canada. Good luck, man. I, I really, really want to... I mean, I no disrespect to Uzdemir, but I've already watched him fight uh, for, the, for the championship. I would love to see you get up there. Uh, watching you fight Dominic Reyes would not suck. That would be really fun to watch. Ooh, so there's nice. a lot of really good fights for you if, if you win this. Unless happy you happen to step in and fight for Jones or Gustafson if they don't make it. So I like the way you think. Yeah, I, I like the I like the Dominic Reyes matchup too, man. That kid's super tough, uh, and now he's ranked pretty high. He's ranked above me now, so uh, I like it, man. I, I, no matter what, you guys don't have to worry about me. I'm not going to be the guy sitting out waiting on on something to come to me man i'll just go out and get it so, no you don't seem anyway, like the type that, that will you you seem very hungry absolutely absolutely either way i'll be back this summer all right buddy well i uh, uh, would love course. to talk to you again and uh, i always enjoy watching you fight and uh good, good luck against uh against vulcan on uh, october 27th all our best anthony you got it brother thanks a lot matt all right See you, buddy. no doubt all right take care what up, everybody? This is CJ McCollum from the Portland Trailblazers. And here's a little taste of what we talked about on this week's Pull Up podcast. Very special mini post-Game 7 episode of Pull Up, an epic Game 7 in Denver. 37 points, back-to-back, essentially close-out buckets. Why were you so successful last night? I think it just really came down to my demeanor and mindset. Empty the clip, leave nothing out there. I wanted to say I did everything in my power, and I left all my bullets out there on the court and didn't bring anything home. How do you shift to a completely new animal, an absolute monster in the Warriors? In the playoffs, it just comes down to X's and O's and execution more so than anything else. The Warriors aren't going to run a lot of plays. They're going to run a lot of misdirection out of timeouts and late clock situations. But most of it's going to be mid-pick and roll. It's going to be pin downs and flares and things of that nature for Clay and Steph. And a lot of transition. So you have to guard the three-point line, get back in transition, and make it as difficult as possible on them. Don't forget to... Subscribe and listen every week on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows. After a stressful game, it's only natural to need some well-deserved rest. Upgrade your current sleep situation because Mattress Firm is offering the best bed deal of the year. Get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price for savings of up to 700 bucks. Plus, take home a free adjustable base up to a $699 value. That's $699 for a free You'll only find these deals during Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale. So don't miss your chance to start sleeping like a pro. Shop now at mattressfirm.com slash sale. There's nothing worse than being uncomfortable in bed. It's, it's horrible. You're not rested the next day. You suck at work. Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale is offering the best bed deal of the year. Save up to $700 when you get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price plus Take home a free adjustable base that's up to a $699 value free. Visit mattressfirm.com slash sale for more details. I like us some Lionheart, man. I, I do, I, too. I like him And he's like a friend of the show now. Like he's, Even though he's like, like goodbye like to you guys and not me, I don't take it personally. Well, Jimmy, you know, me and David, you know, we fight. We, I used to fight in the cage. He still does. That's true. I fight my demons, and I lose. <laughs> I lose horribly. I'm a weak man, David. So I want, listen, uh, David Branch deserves that he's in studio. Let's just give him the old... Uh, y- this fucking shitty. I feel like shitty. it's. Are you leaving your your finger? Ah, on that's right. Blame operator oh, yeah, error. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Blame blame the fucking talent. Ready? Just touch it and move your hand. Now. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That worked perfectly. It did. Yeah. Go ahead. Let me think about Chris. The producers, all his fucking snootiness. <laughs> <laughs> Matt's finger was probably the problem. Yep. All right, Chris. You don't have to point it out in front of company. I think it had. <laughs> anyway. 
David, good to see you, man. What's up, Matt? How you feeling, man? Now, I'm feeling great. Now, I remember when uh, your last match is when you, you laid out, uh, is that Thiago Santos? Thiago Santos, yeah. 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 Do you think people underestimate, sorry, Matt, do you underestimate your ability to, to put somebody to sleep? Probably. We I, t- yeah. I called that shit. I'm not saying, I don't want to cut you off right there, but we t- were you in here since then? I don't believe I, so. I was not, no. Well, I think we talked to you on the phone maybe, but you haven't been in studio. And we played. Before. We played the clip yeah. that you do not have ready. No. I don't blame you. Why would you have that ready? I mean, I mean, I called. I mean, they talk about the Mystic Mac. What about Mystic Math? I mean, I, I predicted a first-round KO. You know what I mean? I predicted that shit because I knew that David learned from... A little mistake of clinching Luke. Where he had that fight with, I, I, dude. I don't want to bring up a, but it's that's what makes us who Absolutely. we are. I ran into a fucking back fist, a couple of them. Absolutely. He had. Look at I look. I look so chubby there. I lost a little weight. But listen to this. This is look. This is what I'm. This is about. Wait, don't play. Play yet? Don't play yet. No, no. This is when they're about to interview me. Um, and again, it doesn't always go back to this, Jimmy. But right here in this clip, it's when I found out I was just gotten to the Hall of Fame. And the press wants to know how it feels, Jimmy, sure. to be in the Hall of Fame, the UFC Hall of Fame. They've asked me what it's like to be around a Hall of Famer. Did, did they re- Did they really ask you that, Jimmy? Yeah. Well, now you're making me feel like it didn't really happen. <laughs> but go ahead, you can play that. So, what's up, gang? What do we got? Who am I talking to? Just no. whatever talking to all of us. So, just Watch, give, give us a shot. Give us an idea. The most UFC Hall of Famer, Matt Sarah. I mean, how does that, right. how does that sound? Oh, shit. Branch to win by knockout. That's what the f- I did. I called that shit on UFC Unfiltered. That's good. I called that. Give me some Branch. Give me high five. High five. No, let me do it again. That was like a dumb and dumber. All right, good. Look at this. Guys, I don't want to bring make this about me, but did I lose weight? Look at my fat face over there. Could you tell I lost a little weight? Be honest. You did. You right, did. Thank you. You look I don't good, think he man. lied to me. Jimmy's sick of talking about it. No, I'm not. Why are you going to get right back to him for Shocker Ray? Dude, we got David Branch in. Of course I want to talk about I, your weight I, loss. I, well, no, but listen. We have, listen, we have plenty of time. I, I, just don't, I don't want to. But when I saw my, my face look like a big uh, basketball right there. Do I look at You can tell I lost weight. A lot better, yeah. All right, let's get back to David Branch. We get, <laughs> do I really need compliments? Yes. Yes, I do, Jimmy. Thank you, Jimmy. Yes, you I mean, you deserve them. You make me feel better about myself. Where do you live, David? You're in New York, right? I'm in Jersey now. <laughs> oh, where? Uh, in uh, uh, Brad Waterfront in Jersey City. Oh, okay. That's where your academy is, right? It's in Hoboken, so it's pretty close. And the name of it is David Branch Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Yes, it is. Okay. I knew that. How often <laughs> are you there? Are you there every day? Uh, maybe about four or five times a week. You know, I'm, I'm doing a lot of my training there, so it's, uh, it's good for the students to see that. They feel like they're a part of it, and they are, you know, so it's... Uh, you know, it, it's good for me because I get a lot of closed sessions. Um, you know, I, I I get the privacy in my own gym, and just I uh, bring in I bring in a bunch of killers in there to work with me. Yeah, this is a great time for you to fight Jacare, because you're real. Not that you have it, never did, but I mean, you put o- uh, Okami away. Mm-hmm. Uh, you put uh, several people away, but you're really believing in your hands. Yeah, and I believe that Luke Rockhold fight taught you a lot. I really, really do. It really, I did. mean, you had him on ice skates and. And you knew it, like, and then it, it makes those are the hardest lessons, man. Like when you lose, because it just sucks so bad. It does. You know what I mean? It I does. felt like that when I fought Carol Parisi, and I really I had him out, and I just shot my load trying yeah. to put him away, and I got so tired. 
with a guy whose nickname is The Heat who doesn't get tired, and that just sucked. And I learned from that when I had to fight St. Pierre, how to line up my shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, so after that fight, what really shows a lot about you, your character and, and perseverance, is that was a rough fucking fight with Luke Rockhold. It ended roughly, mm-hmm. and then you came back to take out a fucking monster. I mean, Thiago Santos since yeah. then hasn't lost. He's been putting people away. I'm going to go on record saying that. He's looking. He's checking. Yeah. No. I think. I think you're right. right well, you fucking, why stopped. are you making weird faces, Christopher? <laughs> no, I was just. I was just thinking about it. He's not a good-looking man. He can't help it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No. The loss to, to you, David, and then yeah, he's got two straight over uh, Kevin Holland and Eric Anders. How did those go? Like, How did those go? Uh, unanimous decision over Kevin Holland, which he had Holland hurt yes. for most of that fight. And the last one. And then the Eric a, Anders one was just a, that was a, a an all-out war. That was a he war. Yeah. Did he win by decision or did he put him? It was a doc, uh, ref stop. Yeah. A TKO. I okay. think he just had, yeah, and, and yeah, and and to Anders' credit, he took that on short notice. Right. But, but yeah, in like he's, four he's, days. Yeah. Santos didn't have a. Did, he, did Santos was supposed to? Who was he supposed to fight that dropped out? That was supposed to be against Manawa. Jamie Manawa. Then Manawa right. got hurt that weekend, and that's why Anders stepped in. And now that's rebooked. Santos versus. Uh, uh, right, they did rebook yeah. that. Yes. No, oh, that's a fun one. Now, how did that, Jacare? How'd that come about? They called you. You get the phone call. You find out it's Jacare. What's going through your head? No, I didn't find out that it was Jacare. I mean, to be honest, Matt, it's like this, you know? Like, I I came from the World Series of Fighting, and, you know, I sat over there, and I was the champion over there. I I got two belts, and I did a bunch of stuff. That's all in the past. And um, I said to myself, you know, know, my experience after I fought Lewis Taylor, which was a really tough fight, I said, I want to fight the baddest motherfuckers in the UFC. That's why I came here, you know what I mean? I, I think that me and Gaethje, we had the same conversation. That's a yeah. good friend of mine. And, you know, he's one of the guys, you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of there's a lot of dangerous guys in the division. I, I'd, I'd spend a lifetime yeah. trying to fight a bunch of dangerous guys in my division. But there were there were prime guys, and Jock Ray was one of them. I know Yoel Romero was one of them. And I know Luke Rockhold was one of them, you know? And, and I needed to fight these guys, you know what I mean? It's just something that needs to happen, you know what I mean? And, and, and I need to beat them. Yeah. So you're not trying to avoid anybody? Hell fucking no. It's yeah. the fucking... That's, I'm not saying that's the worst question because I love Jimmy, but as a it's not, fighter... It's not a question. As a fighter... <laughs> it's not a question. A sta- it's, it's a statement. Yeah, you're not trying to avoid anyone. Of course. No. That's how you... So yeah, no, well, what was he going to say? Yes, I mean, he's trying to avoid people. I, I, I thought he would be like, well, this guy... No, 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 no. The, the point I'm making is that <laughs> Sorry, whoever, whoever's up there, you want, and it doesn't matter if it's Jacare, it doesn't matter who it is. No, I mean, I think Yoel, it's... Self, whoever. Yeah, it's self-explanatory. If you look back at my record, it's going to be my 27th fight. And, um, you know, my, 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 my record, it, I don't know why they got 21, it's 22, I think. Yeah. And um, my, my record, it shows that, you know, I've, I've been the underdog in a lot of fights, you know what I mean? And, like, dude, I mean, the num- numbers don't lie, you know? So it's like, it, it's just that thing, you know? Um, that's, who I, that's who I became, you know? When I first was in the UFC, I was, a, I, I, you know, after I got knocked out, you know, um, by Gerald Harris with the slam... You know, it was, it was a little bitch ass in there. You know what I mean? It was like I just wanted to—I didn't want to get hurt. You know what I mean? I didn't—I didn't know how to fucking deal with that. You know what I mean? I had to go through a lot of demons mentally. But then, you know, after having kids, after going through things, breakups, um, you know, people in my life coming in and out, yeah, I just stopped giving a fuck. You know what I'm saying? It's just like you know, I'm 37 years old now. You know what I mean? You're gonna fucking live scared, or you're gonna fucking do what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? And um, you know, I just stopped caring. You know, a fight is a fight. And, you know, when I'm an old motherfucker, I want to be able to know that I fought these guys, you know what I mean? 
Can, yes. can you talk about that? It's interesting you yes. said that too about being. I love that shit, Jimmy. About not wanting to get hurt. You you had that like it was. I mean, happens. I'm sure everybody is afraid of those, but most guys don't admit it. So you did that? Did that change the way you were fighting for the worst in that moment? Hell yeah, I was out there trying to contain the chaos. You know what I mean? You know, after I, after I got knocked out, you know what I mean? I was like, shit. You know, let me just. You know, I, you you either a fighter or you're a lawyer in there. You know what I mean? What I mean by that. And you got some guys that are DAs, you know, they want to think their way through the fight instead <laughs> right. of just fucking fighting, you know what I mean? And, you know, that's what I started trying to do. I started trying to become like this technical tactician and I'm going to do this on, and, and how, to, how to win. And yeah, that's not who I am, you know what I mean? That's not, that's not where my ability lies. My ability lies is in not giving a fuck and like, you know, using my intelligence, but going out there and putting my balls out there on the line and fighting, you know what I mean? And, uh, and, and pushing guys and, and <laughs> that's where it's at, you know? You gotta use. You gotta use. Yeah, I'm out there fighting, trying to grapple guys, and they're trying to give me hands and feet. You know, that's not a fucking good look. You know what I mean? So now I'm out there, you know, and I'm and I'm throwing my shit. You know what I mean? And you know, well, from your first appearance in the UFC versus uh, Gerald Harris till now, you're a, you you're a total. You, you seem like a totally different fighter. Yeah. Is that all because did, now? Is it all because of the belief you have in your hands? Did you have your hands all along, or is it a case? Of just clocking in all those rounds and getting confidence in the gym. That's what it is, Matt. It is, right? That's what it is. Now, I mean, I can relate. I mean, when I, I mean, I was on the fast track. I got, I was excellent in jujitsu when I got in the UFC, but I definitely didn't have the rounds clocked in. I didn't have the rounds clocked in. I, I'd run into shit, very aggressive, almost street fighting, standing up. Mm -hmm. And then jujitsu, I was very technical and aggressive, and I was had that on point. I had to play catch up. Longo had to play, make me play catch up with same here, small Golden Glover Glovers, and just have to keep it up and whatnot. It's 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 a it's a tough process. Yeah. Like you know what I mean to be on the fast track. With we that. didn't get no amateur experience, man. There was there were no amateurs back then. We just went in there and fought, you know. And like that, like you, like like yourself, Matt. You know, I went in there as a jujitsu guy. I was very yeah. decorated in jujitsu, and I thought that that was the way to solve problems. I mean, and it is. You know what I mean? I, you know, I'm a jujitsu practitioner for life. You know, but uh, you know, you need other tools. You know. Mm. You need other tools to go in there now. Who was Jacare's last fight? Jacare was that? Was it Brunson or not? That was with uh, he knocked out. I, I'm going to say Brunson. Was it Brunson he knocked out? No, it was no, the it was, split decision it, it, with no, wait. Uh, Gastelum. Well, yeah. Kevin Gastelum, yeah. yeah. And, oh, it, wait. Mm -hmm. It was a split. He, he lost the Kevin. He lost the split decision to Kevin Gastelum. Yeah. A split decision. That was yeah. in Brazil. I thought it was. I thought he. he should, I thought uh, Kelvin won that one though. Yeah. Like like right or wrong? Yeah, I Brazil. Did <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mm, interesting, but uh. Before that, he knocked out yeah, Brunson that with that head Brunson. kick, yep. and that's when Brunson was coming in over a couple. Who fights. just lost in a body a body punch? Oh, oh Jose Aldo knocked somebody out. Uh, yeah, Jeremy Stevens. Okay, that was a. There's so many fights, right? Yeah, he dude. There's, there's so many other. fights in so many countries. It's is it a pay per view? Is this it a fight night? Is it what the? Now this is great. This is because I'm going to be there, so I'm going to see this one nice up and close and personal. You're the fight. Oh, you had a fight right before uh, Chris. Look at this. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm talking to myself. This is the, uh, we're talking about the MS on November 3rd. That's an incredible at card. At the MSG card, yeah. UFC 230. Oh, so this was just finalized, actually, because we didn't have a bout order on uh, oh, I'm, when we recorded. So this is. Well, we do now. Yep. Uh, Brunson Adesanya is a great fight as well. I'm dying to see those guys fight. And of course, uh, a Marshman against Roberson. And, or is it Roberson? No, Robert, uh, Roberson. Roberson. Yeah. And then uh, Jacques Ray and David Branch. Is, is right before Rockhold and Wyman. That is an incredible card from top to bottom. Oh, Roxanne's back in the year. Actually, UFC. been training with Carl Roberson. He's a he's a tough kid, man. He's going to do a lot of good things, it's a, especially when he starts putting everything together. You know, that that kid's really explosive. He's Who's gonna, that now? Tell me. Uh, Carl Roberson. Where's Carl? Right here. Okay, he's training with you. Is he training with Henzo's? Uh, he trains at Nick. 
Uh, Nick Catones. Oh, he's at Catones over mm-hmm. there. Uh, what is his uh, record, right? Uh, what is what is his? How many has he fought in the U? What's his record in UFC? Uh, he's six and one overall. I think he was on the. Did he fight on the Contender Series is that recently? He, is that what he just did? Yeah. So I don't know. So that might be his debut, actually. I just seen something with him, Baby K. What the freak did I just watch with him on the internet? I went down some kind of wormhole. What, where's his? What's his last fight? It was on Contender. Oh no! So he has a, no. So he has a win over Darren Stewart uh, in the UFC, a submission, rear oh. naked choke, and then he has a arm triangle choke loss to Cesar Fajeda uh, in May in the UFC. And he's fighting May the Hammer. Yep. Jack Marshman. Mm-hmm. What's his story from South Wales? <laughs> uh, he is actually coming off a loss due to Antonio Carlos Jr., who's a, a tough fight for anybody. Uh, but he's twenty-two and seven. He's got. He's two and two in the UFC. What do you think of Brunson against Adesanya? Oh, <clears throat> you rolled your eyes a little. What, why is? Uh, <clears throat> I think that Brunson has the power to put anybody away. You know, um, Adesanya is, is you know <clears throat> he, he's a problem for 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 people. You know, uh, if they fight him a certain way, I think that Derek needs to go out there. You know, I'm friends with Derek, so I'm going to be a little biased here. Sure. Um, I think that Derek needs to go out there and put massive amount of pressure on him and uses wrestling um and i think that that would present a lot more problems you know for adesanya do you think Tavares didn't put enough pressure on him i don't i don't think that uh Tavares's, uh specialties lied in being able to hold a man like or take a guy down like um adesanya i don't think that takedowns are the key to victory for adesanya i, I, I believe that you know Every man has holes in their game, you know, everywhere around, and I'm pretty good at sifting them out. Um, <clears throat> I think that he's super talented, you know what I mean? And he's been doing really good things, and I wish him the best. You know, I, I think that uh, Derek, like I said, he needs to just put a lot of pressure, use his experience, um, you know, uh, and, tire him, and, tie, and tire out uh, Adesanya with his, uh, with his grappling ability. Now, you, you're friends with Derek. Would it be hard for you to fight a friend, or are you able to separate that? I don't. I don't have any uh, interest in fighting Derek or, or or people that I deem as friends. I, there's only two people in my division that I don't, you know, have any interest in fighting. And I've said this before: is uh, Derek Brunson and Chris Weidman. You know, Rafael Natal Sapo is retired. Um, <clears throat> I think that there's a there's a lot of different things that can happen to to make sure that you know we don't have to clash. If there's a if there's a thing with the belt, I don't know. I, I I'll sit down and talk with these men before I talk with anybody else. You know what I mean? And uh, and and we'll see how how we feel about that. You know what I mean? But those are not people that I'd like to fight. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we, you know, there's always the thing where Cormier said he would never fight Kane. Yeah. And, and but then guys like Sam Alvey, who we talked to, would would literally fight his grandmother. He doesn't give a shit. And and he's friends with you after. He's yeah. he's fine with it after. Some guys just. The, the, the thinking that's is a the different. way of the world, you know. Yeah. Some some people will sell their kids, you know what I mean, and some people will die for them, you know what I mean. So it's like it's the opposite sides of the spectrum, you know? yeah. It also depends on how close you really are. You could be like friends as far as like when you see them, you really like them, right? You like the guy, or you could be like training partners, like a DC and Kane, and that could just be a conflict of interest. Like, mm-hmm. you know, how are we going to constantly like this? Going to make a riff in the academy where it gets kind of deep like that. Yeah. You know, like I consider Chris Lytle a friend. I love, man, that dude's yeah. a great guy. I respect him so much. He's such a, one of the toughest guys I ever fought, Chris Lytle. Holy shit. And I fought him twice. And uh, so we spent 30 minutes in the cage. I got a nice scar right here. Every time I see him, I, uh, big hugs. You know what I mean? Like sure. I, I love the guy. And, 
but it was weird because we're friends, but we weren't like a training every day type friend. How does it, how does it like a for uh, me for for me like Matt and to what you said like it's you know everybody's different you know and for me like you know <clears throat> the where where my mentality is right now I don't think that is a good idea for me to get in the cage with somebody that I deem as a friend because of my intention. Uh, everybody has bad intention when they go in there, you know? Some people have a little bit more bad intention. I think that where my intention is right now, I don't want to go in there and focus that on somebody that I have ever deemed as a friend because what I am trying to do to you in there is very bad, you know what I mean? And I don't want to do that to somebody who's a friend because if you if, if, if it does happen, I, I, that's a lot of guilt, you know what I mean? Because I'm going to have to turn off, then I'm going to have to realize what I've done, you know what I mean? And I don't want to go through that. I totally understand that. Mm -hmm. I, I had a lot of uh, myself and, and Chris Lytle the second time we fought. Um, I, you know, it was very difficult. And Joe Silva was, you know, I like Joe Silva. He's a friend of mine. But he was a little snaky in the whole fucking deal. <laughs> oh, 100%. Calling me saying, listen, he's, be he's begging for it. He always wanted Because I got that first decision. What I should have did was just call Chris. And I think I did call Chris, but I didn't get him right away. Or we didn't get in touch with each other. And he was telling Chris the same shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? So when we finally talked, and it was after I think I signed or he signed, I don't know who went first, but he goes, Oh man, you know, he's a nice guy. He's like, Oh man, Joe, he said the same thing to me. I'm like, That little fucker, fucking Silva, you little fuck. <laughs> I like him. I can say, I How know. does a gym handle that shit when it's two guys in the well, same? Well, well, this is, well, I don't know how that works. Well, I mean, I don't know. They can have like to you look at Jackson Wink with Mike Perry and Cowboy, there's like a big problem. Yeah, I mean, we've seen it handled. Yeah. Poorly, yeah. Seemingly more often than not, right? Even I mean, with, even Rashad and John Jones. Back it's so there. much more fun when you're fighting someone you do not like, though. Can I just tell you that? Easier to get it's up just, for it. Yeah. I don't, what do you, how do you feel with that? When, I mean, I mean, we already talked about with somebody you like, but is it better when there's a little bit of like either not shit talk? A guy has a you just don't like the guy. I mean, is, do you feel that's better, especially knowing? With the intentions, because I know the dark side of yeah. being a fighter that people don't really discuss because they don't really understand it. Mm -hmm. My wife and kids, I'd move them out of my house a month a month prior. You know, I'm not, and you have to be selfish, and it's hard as as like a father and stuff like that. You know, so with those intentions, I find it a lot easier when I do not like the guy. Much easier for sure. Right? That would be a lot easier, or if it's just neutral, like my case with Jacare. The only thing that I um, <clears throat> have in common with him is that we're both jujitsu practitioners. He's a legend in the sport, my senior in that practition, in that particular f uh, form of uh, practice. And um, <clears throat> I, must, I must destroy him, you know? Yes. That is it. it. And now, this is, this is the very intriguing fight because, you know, again, Jacare, you know, he's one of those guys where he, he's kind of like me. Where he didn't come on there with major striking in the beginning, but over time he got some dangerous striking. So he's a well-rounded guy. But you have very good wrestling, David, mm -hmm. and that could neutralize him putting you on. And he, he has, his wrestling's not bad either. I mm -hmm. mean, shit. But believing it in your hands and neutralizing his wrestling and ending up on top, taking away angles, throwing elbows. Jimmy, <laughs> I'm fucking getting excited for this fight. I'm very excited for this fight. I'm, I'm excited for every fight on that card. I think that I have, like, a <clears throat> excellent center of the cage wrestling, you know? Um when you pin somebody up against the fence, it tends to take away the athletic ability. But in the middle of the cage, yeah, it's gonna be difficult to take me down. Very yeah. difficult. Yeah, I believe so. I believe. <clears throat> How happy are you to be fighting at the Garden? I'm very happy. I mean, it's just another day. I mean, it doesn't really matter where I fight. Who else just said that too? That it didn't matter mm -hmm. to them. We just talked to. They said they didn't care as much about fighting 
uh, in New York. Oh, uh, Brian Kelleher. Yeah. Yeah, he was like, yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah, it's he's home. like, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm wondering if there's any difference when you're home and you have to get ready. Some guys have said it's easier, mm-hmm. but other guys, I think it'd be easier just to be away from home and all the uh, and all the pressures and the familiarity of home. Some guys prefer to be on the road. I fought in the garden before. It was in the theater. It wasn't in the uh, the big arena, but you know, big arena, little arena. I mean, what the fuck is the difference? You it's know, you're gonna go in there in the cage and you're not really gonna be able to see the crowd. You'll hear a whole lot of craziness, which is something that I'm already hearing during my training camp anyway, because we focus on we we, we uh, practice and, and train on those things, but. I think that, like, I get up better, you know, when I go home, when I fight at home. I don't think that he, you know, from from my intel, uh, does too well, you know, fighting in his hometown. And I think that, um, you know, it's it's probably better for his camp to want to put the pressure on me or what they deem as pressure on me. Um, the, the only problem with that is I don't have a whole lot of fucking friends, you know what I mean? So, so there's going to be a handful of people that are there really to watch me fight. Everybody else is just kind of like people that I know, you know what I mean? And um, fighting in New York is going to be like fighting in fucking Germany, you know what I mean? It doesn't fucking matter, you know? Yeah, does the crowd affect you? I mean, sometimes you can see the referee being affected by a crowd booing. He'll stand two guys up too fast. Mm. You know, once in a while you'll see that. But do you get affected at all or do you pay attention at all to what's happening with, with a crowd? Not these days, man. I've been pretty numb. To a lot of things, so why don't you have a lot of friends? You're a nice guy. Um, you know, I I have some friends, you know, and and you'll be lucky if you can go through a lifetime and get five good ones. True, Um, true. You know, (laughs) I you know, like when you when you start to get to a point in life, you just realize that it's just better to you know cut a lot of those uh, interactions off. You know what I mean? I'm trying to go to a different place right now. And, um, you know, a lot of people are just fucking baggage, man. They don't, you don't really fucking need them around, you know? Especially negative people. Negative. A lot of that. You know, a lot of that, man. Plenty of that. Well, the better you do, the more they want from you. I mean, that, that happens a lot, too. Especially, you're it's right. High, yeah, it's very draining. You know, fighting is a, she, she's an unforgiving bitch, you know? And you got to spend a lot of time with her, you know what I mean? Because yeah. she's good to you. She's been good to me. Yeah. But that doesn't. But if I don't treat her right, you know, she'll fucking spread her legs for somebody fucking else. Or you know <laughs> fighting, fighting could be a whore. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what did Reggie Jackson say? For, for, uh, Reggie Jackson, I, I think, think he said, said that he did. No. <laughs> no, he did not. He said, "Have one of my candy bars." No, he said uh, mm-hmm. he lets people come to the well once, meaning family can ask him for money or whatever, or they can come to him and right. discuss one time. Mm-hmm. So he had a limit. You know, this yeah, way, you, the same fuck. guy couldn't come back to you nine times. Well, and fuck ask that. Him. I got a big family. We got a big family. <laughs> Oh, I, I don't even my have wife's one. family. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not living by uh, Reggie's fucking uh, motto. Yeah, and I could just be hey. stealing somebody else's quote and putting yeah. it on Reggie. Hey, I gotta. I, I gotta get to some serious business now. We're gonna get right back to this, the, the fighting business in a second. But I like to talk about beefs. Uh, me too, Jimmy. I don't want to interrupt. I want to do it too. But look, look at his face. Look at Chris. I want to talk to Chris. Can we want some? Well, I'm not being a I, dick. Can I? Do you want? Hold on. Let's yes, let, let the radio go. Let, let's let's let this podcast go. Chris, talk to uh, David. Me and Jimmy are gonna go get our own coffee. Because why? God forbid. <laughs> no, no. Listen. I'll I mean, no, no, coffee. No, 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 I'm not putting you on the. Now this sucks, David. You know why? Because I'm not. Wouldn't he's gonna either spit or put his dick in my coffee? I guarantee mm-hmm. he's. Gonna, I'll take both. I don't. I'll <laughs> he wants extra cream in his. All right, listen. Whenever you're ready, because it, it helps the show, Chris, the producer. But not. Oh, know what I like also? Come that on. you're trying to hide that shitty thermos from me, and I still oh, no, see it. No, okay, it don't, don't, I'm, proud don't, of the, don't I'm proud of the thermos. Don't show that fucking thing. Uh, what did but, you, you were you asking me to say I, something? No, this is what I wanted to ask. You're a big fan. Now, this is so stupid. I was about to say you're a big fan of music. You'd be like, oh, duh. Yeah, I like to eat also, asshole. But listen, what kind of music do you like? 
these days all kinds. All kinds. Have you heard? This is the I need the. If you, I'm a little it, bit country. I'm, I'm a little bit rock and roll the, the, the by Donnie and Marie. I'm wrong. But the everything's uh -huh. wrong. <laughs> wrong. He switched up the fucking thing. Yes, he that did. <laughs> now, have you heard? The, stop it, Jimmy. He's trying to interrupt me because he knows I had ADD. No, you don't. The champ, Tyrone Woodley's. Who um, do you think he fights next, by the way? Stop it, please. Oh, sorry. Stop mm -hmm. it. Did you hear his rap single? Did you? I did not. Oh! I did not. Is it good? Uh, what did you just say to me? I, I, it's good. I've been, I'm, I'm in fight camp. Oh, you know I, how I, I got Listen to me. Listen, to me. I'm not going <laughs> to. I can't stay mad at you. I'm not mad that you don't, didn't listen to that. But uh, can we play it for you? Uh, absolutely. Because I want your honest opinion. I don't want to give it away, but I fuck, I love it. But and I like this. I, I can't. I'm not gonna the sing uh, all the whole thing. But can you please play this for David Branch? Off. Uh, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Yeah. he's not the first verse. I'll tell you when he's on. Yes. Oh, you're coming for Jacaray. You're coming for him. Yes. You feeling it? <laughs> That's not him yet. Tell me when he's on. Beat your ass. Jimmy, I'll beat your ass. There you go. Oh, no, no, no. That's not him. Oh, man. Oh, no. You got us all psyched up. Fucking love this song. Sneak tip. They see him. Three D. I take it this is, I don't think this is David's style. <laughs> Alright, let's kill it. That was oh dude, hold on. What is your take on that? I mean, I didn't mean to not not on my dancing and bobbing. It's that could be awful. That might have ruined. I hope I didn't ruin it for you. Mm -hmm. I should have done. I should have just did that off to the side because you see, you know, a little Italian white guy doing fucking. No. I, I, just, I don't. You know, I don't. The best. <laughs> I don't think that's David. It's better style. than it's better than Krista Medusa trying to get him. Thank you. Chris. I'm only kidding. Do not don't fuck with my coffee when you get the. I'm not gonna, Thank you. Be mature about this. Yeah. yeah. I like some stevia. Thank you, my good friend. He's such a good producer. So yeah, what do you? What is, that doesn't. For, I don't know why. Did I don't you think like that's it? Your style. Oh no, it might grows on you. Yeah, I mean, like you know, like for, I mean, I'm in, a, I'm in a more like a peaceful place right now. But like you know, I, I, <laughs> I like it. I like it. What do you, you listen mean? to? Do you like reggae? I like all kind of music. You know okay. what I mean? I mean, I don't listen to a whole lot of like you know, you know, aggressive music too much. You know, oh, okay, you know, me anymore. neither. Folk? Do, do you like folk? I like listen. Terry Reid, man. Now, Who's Terry Reid? Terry Reid is a uh, country. Okay. You know, everyone has, it's funny, everyone has music that, that we like that people don't expect us to like. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't that far off with so Donnie So wait, Murray. hold on. Why wouldn't you expect David Branch to like country music, Jimmy? You, for the same reason you Jimmy? wouldn't expect me to like fucking Boogie Down Productions. He's a black guy, I'm a white guy. <laughs> All right, I'm not making it on <laughs> but, but, like... but it's always a nice surprise and for how art and, and music and stuff, you, mm -hmm. never, you can never look at somebody and tell what they enjoy or what. Mm -hmm. Like you look through somebody's iPod or, or phone. Yeah, there's a genre for this, you know what I mean? Like for his, for his song, you know what yeah. I mean? I'm not, I know a lot of people are going to like it. A lot of, a lot of his fans yeah. are going to dig it, you know what I mean? Now who, now I'm who super happy again? for Tyron, huh? Who, no, I'm sorry, that song, but who's, who'd you say you like again? Oh, Terry Reed. I don't know Terry Reed. I like Jerry 
Reed, and I've been listening a lot to Eastbound and Down, the Smokey and the Bandit theme song, if anybody else is old and remembers that. Yeah, I like it. No. Nobody's you know going to like that. David Nobody's Branch likes it. Nobody's going to fucking like that. David Burt likes Reynolds it. Is, is rolling in his grave right now. David, like do you it. know the song I'm talking about? I don't. <laughs> theme song from Smokey and the Bandit. It's a good one. How about Johnny Cash? I'll beat your ass. Some of Johnny Cash's life. stuff is pretty good. I like some Johnny Cash. Yeah, some of his stuff is I, good. See, I, I can't say I don't like country. I do like some country songs. You know, him, Taylor Swift, Kenny Rogers. I like his chicken. I don't know, like the up to date like hip hop stuff, man. I, I know, no? like oh no, Machine man. Gun Kelly versus the rap, rap Devil. Now I was gonna issue your opinion. If I, listen, don't get me wrong. The only Derek time I get Lewis the, versus yeah. DC, I'm gonna issue your opinion on a lot of these fights. But DC second Gun, round, Machine Gun Kelly, MGK versus Eminem. Go, Rap Devil I mean, versus Killshot. Go, David Branch. I, I'd say Eminem, man. I haven't seen him lose a battle, you know? It's pretty good. He that. did win. Have you heard both songs? I have not. Yeah, I have to, David Branch. I'm going to check him listen, out. Listen, man, I'm not trying to like be one of these little millennials listening to this stuff, mm-hmm. but, you know, hey, listen, Eminem's my age. He's 44, mm-hmm. and he still fucking lays it down. Yeah, he is. You know what's funny, man? I remember being at a house party, Jimmy, when I was like, I don't know, 17, 18, and there were some older kids there, too. I, I don't know how they were, what they were doing there, but they were like in their probably mid to late 20s, and I remember them singing along to some Snoop Dogg songs and shit. I remember being younger, going, look at these old motherfuckers trying to... And I'm 44 now. <laughs> yeah. Back then, they were in their 20s sure. when I was a younger guy. What do I look like to the world? <laughs> The same with all of us. Look, David Branch. We're older. He's shaking his head. Yet, oh, thank you, David Branch. He was first shaking his head. Yes, we look like older men. You and I, you and I both, man. Thirty-seven, not as much. You're still, you're still considered. I'm thirteen. That's only only because the fight camp keeps me in shape. You know what I mean? I guess so. Yeah. You know, Jimmy, I'm gonna go ahead and compliment myself. I've been. You might have. If you didn't, I would have. Well, no, you weren't. And and David might have, because you know he cares about me. And I think you do too, Jimmy. But you know, I, I, I just want to bring up. I'm not totally off gluten, but I've been laying way, way off that gluten. I am not bloated. I'm wearing a 34 pants. I got, guys, honest opinion, I got to buzz my belly. I buzz it, but I might be a little hairy. But tell me, honest opinion, if you see abs, then what do you think? Yeah, you Look, do. Yeah, you do. Something there, no? Yeah. Jimmy? I do. Why am I, why are we wasting time? I don't know. You're looking good, man. All right, thank you. Thank you. Don't, Jimmy, don't press that. Don't thank press you, that about my abs. Thank you. <laughs> Matt just showed his abs. Oh. Jimmy! Oh, Jimmy! Tell Chris what he missed. Oh, you pressed the applause button. Of course I did. If I didn't, somebody would have. Yeah, I know me. It needed to be pushed. I'm so pathetic. What do you listen to when you train? Do you listen to music at all when you train? Oh, yeah. Uh, is, what, what, anything in particular? I've been listening to a lot of Carl Cox, man. Who's Carl Cox? I don't know Carl Cox. He's a, he's, a guy, he's, he's a guy from the United Kingdom. He's like uh, from England. Uh, he's um, <clears throat> Jamie English. Might have he, he's like he's like fifty something years old, man, and he like he's he wears these shirts that says every time I come to a uh, every time I come to perform, I, I give a piece of my soul to the people. You know what kind of music is it? It's like uh, it's um, it's it's like it's trans techno kinda, you know. It's, it keeps you moving, man. Keeps How you many moving. more shows until he's soulless? Fuck that means I'm just an asshole. Now, now is he is he a guy who he does techno music? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't mind techno music. He's the best. Yeah, he's the best. I never heard of him though. Yeah, he's the best. You don't mind techno music? Music? What the? No. Well, you you got some glow sticks. Are you going to raves? What's going on, David Branch? When you're not fighting? No, nah, man. I, I just like Is to that listen. type of shit. Nah, nah, not at all, not at all. I, I, I'm more of a laid back guy. You know what I mean? I'm, 
super laid back when I'm not fighting and stuff like that, you know. But uh, when I need to get up and train, you know, you need something to keep you going. You know, I, I do. Love, I love music. Henzo, I'm Henzo's super hyper fucking active. You know what I mean? So like that that complements my training system. But, you, you know? but your workout music, do you? To some guys have something really fast mm-hmm. because it gets them pumped, <coughs> and other guys want something slow because it slows the heart rate down. They don't want to get pumped before they walk out. Does it matter to you either way, or do you have something consistent that you you choose? I usually will come out to like some some old school hip hop or something like that, you know. Just it just puts me in a time like you know it it it, it makes me remember like all the shit that I had to come through to get there. You know what I mean? Like what? What's something you you would come out to that you like? I came out to uh, you know Prodigy before I came out to you know uh, uh, Jada Kiss. I came out to. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, a, a bunch of different guys, Rakim, you know, like, oh yeah, you know. So listening to guys like that, you know, um, you know, it just it definitely puts me back in a place to where I was standing on a fucking corner doing nothing, you know. Came a long think- way, David Branch. Yes, it did. When you were on the corner, were you doing bad things, or were you just kind of hanging out, or did you think that this is gonna go? I was fucking poorly? lost, man. I was like, I was like every other kid that stand, that stands on any in the city corner, you know. They they think that they got a lot of things coming, and they just keep fucking standing there, you know. <laughs> what got you unlost? Um, uh, just, you know, just, just me, like, you know, um, me, me going through experiences, like, you know, just, uh, you know, you know, getting, you know, being punished, you know, for certain things that I've done, you know, getting locked up and stuff like that. You realize that, you know, your time is going nowhere, man. You know, you sit behind bars and, you know, you're not fucking doing anything, man. You know what I mean? And that's just a waste of fucking time. What's the longest you've been locked up for? Uh, a year and change. A year and change. What's the mentality when you walk in? You know, obviously, I spent one night in jail. It was horrifying. Believe me, we all know what position I take at the cell. I'm locked up long term. What is what is your mentality when you go into to this? I'm not going to. I mean, be that was so many years ago. I mean, I'm so far removed or away from that. But like when when I if I can remember when I was a kid, I was fucking numb. You know, you don't. You 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 don't you don't understand what you don't understand. You don't appreciate certain things like going to the bathroom when you want, you know, making your own food when you want, watching the, just turning on the fucking television or turning on a fucking light switch, you know what I'm saying? Like you don't realize that those are like, you know, big things until you like go in there and you're just pretty fucking numb, you know, it's not a place for anybody. I'm always amazed when guys will do something in a moment where they have a moment to think and they do it anyway. And it's like, this is going to put you away for the rest of your life. You're never going to have sex with a woman again. You're 22. Like, sometimes you're right. Guys just don't think of... You know, we all... we I, I can't exclude myself from that pot. You know what I mean? And there's one thing that I want to say about that. Because a lot of people like to get into this. I'm a good person. I'm a, I'm a bad person. Motherfuckers that say that they're a good person, you're really not a fucking good person. You're a fucking egomaniac. You're fucking super selfish. And and you need to work a whole lot harder. You know, to be a good person, you got to fucking use a whole lot of effort. You know what I mean? You have the potential to fucking kill somebody. You know what I mean? You got the potential to fucking be on death row. Right. Jimmy? Right, right? Fuck yeah. Everybody does. You know what I mean? I mean, good people have the potential to set fucking people on fire. Sure. And bad people have the potential to fucking be good. You sure know what I mean? So, it's, it's, sometimes it's just one, one little moment, too, where you make the... I've been driving my car. Like, I'm, What I'm, are the conditions that push you to that psychological, you know, to right. that point? You know, what, what, are the, what are the conditions? Or, are, or, is it just some, or is it just something that no matter where you're from is just in your head that clicks? I, I've had moments where I've, I've wanted to do terrible thing yeah. and it's just it's a, a moment that you know i'm not a fighter but i mean in my car mm-hmm. and it's a one moment decision 
Like it's it's a momentary decision where you just you you don't do it. You and, got lucky that you, you know you right. use your better judgment because if you would have just flipped the switch like many people do, yeah. you'd be sitting in there with them. And then you say like, what makes you make that one decision? Mm-hmm. Like what what happens that like you 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 take you you it clicks that way and you do it anyway? Like fuck, man, just mm-hmm. this is gonna be out of left field, but it, it's not. It really has to do with this conversation. That's what I like about Game of Thrones. Now I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. He's into dragons again. No, Jimmy. You watch Game of Thrones. I do. I love Game of Thrones. You watch Game of Thrones? I have not seen it. That's okay. But what it is, though, I'm going to compare Game of Thrones to The Lord of the Rings. Now, listen. I I don't know that one. Christopher Dewey, how dare you shake your head at me because you're thinking I'm talking about nonsense. I'm really not. This has to do with what David Branch is talking about. Lord of the Rings. The good elves are good. The orcs are bad. Very black and white. Very... Good guys wear the white hat, the bad guys with the black hat, like in an old Western, not in Game of Thrones. A good person could do something fucking awful. A bad person, Jamie Lannister, could do something fucking excellent and, and, and very honorable. It's very gray. It's yeah. not black or white. Jimmy, I know I'm making a good point. <laughs> you're making again, a very valid again, point. Again, that you're, you're embarrassing me when you touch <laughs> that thing, Jimmy, when, you, when I bring up a good point. And by the way, when Anthony, when Anthony uh, Lionheart Smith was on the, um, when he called up earlier, I don't know what question I asked, but I did a good one. Because I know, because Jimmy looked at me and went, oh, good job. Mm-hmm. What was the question? I don't remember, Jimmy. I don't remember Don't either. put me on the, God, on the spot, Jimmy. I would like to re-acknowledge if it was a good question. You're trying to say <laughs> I would like to re-acknowledge He's it. He's trying to fucking... Uh, Jimmy, it was okay. I don't know what I said. It's like an old school and Frank the Tank just black. He's like blacks out. Like I don't, I don't even know what I said. But. I don't know what I said, but yeah. I know it was good. And you were like, mm. but maybe it, maybe you just had some indigestion or something. All right, maybe you didn't fucking have. I'm sure I did. I just want to remember Jimmy. what it was, and you I will re-acknowledge it. Of course I do. I'm so happy when David Branch comes in to hang out. David, what do you like to do? We talk music. Tell me about, like, are you a movie guy, Netflix? What do you like to do when you're not doing I know you hang out with your kids. <clears throat> that, uh, I got a lot of hobbies, you know. Tell me about your hobbies, dude. Um, we want to know. I, like, I, I build a lot of stuff. Um, Another handy guy. Yeah, yeah. I, build, I build a lot of stuff. Were you always good at that? Like, I think that's an ability you have. I never had the dude. ability some, to look at something and just understand how it works and mm-hmm. how to take it apart and put it back together. You can hardly change a light bulb. I can't fucking do it. My mind doesn't work <laughs> that way. Chris Medusa yes. knows that. When I said I could hardly change a light bulb, Chris Medusa is like shaking yes, his head. Yes, but he wants you to in a tub. <laughs> <laughs> Build, building, building stuff. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm big into like plants oh, now. You know what I mean? I, I, I love plants. Um, yeah. I, love, I love botany, planting things and stuff like that, just watching them grow. I only love uh, one plant. Well, go ahead. What else? Um, and then just any kind of like science projects. So I got an aquarium. I got a lot of different things that I'm doing at home. A lot of aquarium different and plants. Mm-hmm. Can you, what do you keep like about the? I'm sorry, Jimmy. What do you like about the plants? I always find that interesting. <clears throat> I don't know why. Unless it's like a, v- a Venus flytrap. It's supposed to be good you for you. Have plants tease around. It and it tries to fucking bite you. Well, I mean, what? like you know, like you, you. I feel like you know where I'm at right now. Like you, you. If you if uh, like some some people are really religious. I'm not a, like a super religious person. I'm a, I'm into spirituality kind of, you know, so it's like uh I think that, you know, in order to be like grounded with that, you know, you have to have a really good connection with the earth, you know. You have to have, you know, plant something, watch it grow, you know, be a part of it, you know, get the exchange. This what is, they what they breathe out, we breathe in, you know what I mean? So right already right there there's a there's a there's a a symbiotic relationship between me and my plants. 
you know, the, 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 they're indicators for me. You know what I mean? Where am I fucking going in life? You know, do I see real good growth or do I see my fucking leaves turning brown? You know what I mean? It's just like a, a lot of stuff like that that people just forgot to fucking pay attention to, you know? And I think that when you start to reconnect with, you know, things that grow inside the earth and like, you know, you know, you 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 become a better person. Do you talk to David plants? They say that that's very deep. soothing and good <laughs> for your it. plants. Do you talk to them or no? I don't talk to them, but you know. But they said that that helps your plants grow well, if people talk to them. It's just your fucking breath. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, it's just the uh, it's just your, your the, the carbon dioxide that you're breathing out, and they're just it's like talk all you want, man. Jimmy, or that, you know what that probably means, or the reason that that probably helps is because people who are talking to their plants are actually watering them. So maybe it's the more you water them, the more the more they're actually. Growing. Who you been talking to, Rick Moranis from fucking Little Shop of Horrors? Nobody's talking to the fucking plants. Are you kidding if me? They should be. No, they've done. <laughs> yeah, no, they've done experiments with like rice or whatever, where they'll say positive things to, to the rice for months, and then they to rice. Yeah, like they'll have two bowls of rice, you know, in a laboratory, and they'll say oh, something. No, for it. sure. Yeah. No, but that's really true. That's true. And same thing with the plants. Yeah. I have plants outside. I don't have plants inside. I had an orchid. I can't keep it alive. You, you I gotta, started. I, you got to let it go. I got, a, I, got a, I, got a, I got a project right now where, um, where I was trying to build a, a tone generator or a vibration tone generator. Um, it's just too fucking complicated, and I don't have the time right now, so I'm just going to buy one. What does it do? Um, it produces different hertz and different tones uh, to different levels. What is it called? A tone generator. What's and, the purpose of it? And basically, if you put a, a, a metal plate on top and you put sand, when you increase the frequency of the tone, it creates different geometrical patterns. The higher the frequency, the more uh, complex the patterns, you know? So it just gives you an idea about vibrations. That's why I don't listen to a lot of bullshit because, you know, your body's made up of a lot of water. And if you pollute yourself with that shit, that's the stuff that's uh, that's how you're being affected. You know, I don't want to go out in the world, you know, uh, with negative with negativity. So what do you what do you mean? Listen to a lot of bullshit. Do you mean like on the news, TV, or certain types anything, of music? Anything, anything. I don't. I, I try. I don't watch television at all. You don't. Um, <clears throat> that's interesting. No Netflix. No, no. I mean, some a good friend of mine tried to put me on to the Punisher. I got to two, three episodes. And I was just like, yeah, it ain't like the comic books, you know? I mean, it's pretty cool, but like... It is. That's true, though. The mm -hmm. comic books were fucking awesome. Yeah, he was my favorite. <laughs> Him and Wolverine. Yeah. I don't want to lose you with this, Jimmy. No, not but at all. Damn. I used to read oh, comic man. books. My yeah, two favorite heroes were like anti-heroes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Talk about a little Shades of Grey. Not Shades of Grey. Is that not a fucking perverted fucking... Isn't, it's, it's, oh, what is that? Shades of Grey? Fifty Shades of yeah. Grey. Oh, yeah. Not that, but... No, but it was but, not good. I'm not talking about that. But I'm talking about... We've been talking about Grey. Like, the superheroes I liked were like that. Like, with an edge... Not all fucking, you know, um, I don't know, all fucking goody two-shoes. Fucking Punisher was money. Spider-Man is a goody two-shoes. He's more Spider-Man, like, Superman, yeah. Superman is a fucking goody two-shoes. I'm upset that Henry, uh, what's his name? Cable, I think. Cable. I heard he's not going to be Superman anymore. Does anybody care? Yeah. <laughs> Christopher, there's yeah. a shrug. Of the, he, he could give less of a shit. Well, how old is he? Is it his choice? No, it's his choice. I, what they, do they say it's his yeah. choice? The studio might go, look, dude, you're 30. We need a 25-year-old Superman. You haven't been watching Collider. <laughs> I have those, not. That's the fucking nerdy thing with that, that show I watched, that podcast thing. I'm a geek. Oh, but Collider. Anyway. Wait, what, we just looked at something on that. Yes, we did. That's right. Like, I mentioned it. Like, Christian. His name is Christian. His oh, fans are hitting me up going, oh, it's Christian. Like, okay. I know that. Trying to get on a nerd show. I'm trying to open up, you know, you different avenues. I don't listen. You think? Listen, having David Branch here makes me even realize more of what a moron I am. Why? Because he's so fucking smart. He's talking about <laughs> vibrations, and I mean, I knew the body's made up of water and shit. But he's a uh, well. Listen, I like the he's he's he's, he's got his own fucking um, aquarium, which is not a, a huge deal. But he also has a a lot of plants, and that's not about being smart. But 
No, he's not talking about he's making. What did you just say you were making? A tone generator. All right. I don't even know what that is. I have no idea what that is. And then he starts explaining what that is. And I'm like, ah, Game of Thrones. Because I'm fucking. Because I got to talk about what I can. I know, Jimmy. Well, that's, that's nothing wrong with that. Can we please get back to fighting? I'm a high school dropout. I don't have any knowledge of to- <laughs> tone go. generators. There you go. My, Me coffee, too. my coffee tastes weird. Does it? No, it does. What the fuck? Tastes better? Please, no, Chris, the producer, don't, please don't do anything to my coffee. I would. That's like. That's I will very, never break that. Uh, don't break that. Because then it, it, it's, like, it's like ruining our trust. <laughs> Wait. Yeah, no, I would never do that. Salt water or freshwater fish? Freshwater. They're easy, a little less maintenance yeah, for them, right? Yeah, they're all cichlids. They're aggressive fish. How, how big's the tank? Uh, I got a 155-gallon now. Is that, like, compared to these blue things, I don't know, gallons, how big is that compared to one of these, like, blue? That's not going to help the listening um, these rectangular sound yeah, barriers. It's, it's pretty long. It's pretty, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty, it's, it's massive. You know? Did you ever see that show? There's a show about guy, they, these specialty fish tanks they make. Mm-hmm. Like every, every... Tanked. Is that what it's called? I don't know what it's called because they they also have one about amazing tree forts, which I watched in tree houses. Dude, I, you just things, got my attention. The things people will spend a lot of money on, and then they do, and you're like, all right, I get it. Yeah, you know who we talk. <laughs> Eddie, uh, Eddie Wineland uh, also does. He has tanks as well. He was talking oh, about that. We, when we talked to him. I a thought you were going to say he had a tree fort. He might have a tree my fort. My dream too, is right? to have a, like the end of Step Brothers, like a, a, a <laughs> sailboat in my in, a, in my backyard. Well, these are tree houses, not even tree Some forts. Some people have oh, wait, tanks so it? big that they got a dive in them. They're like you know you know to like move rocks around and like you know treat the aquarium they, they do put, what they got to put diving gear on to like go in there you know some people have like a oh a wow <laughs> oh like a whole part of the house yeah. a whole wall yeah so it's like it's like being in the uh it's like going to an aquarium and looking at the uh yeah fuck that's a little much yeah it's too much for me man. yeah a lot of how do you reasons. drain that you that's can't change that water can you you probably can it's probably a self-drain system and then like you know a. Uh, you know, uh, being able to put the water back in, but that's a lot. That's a oh lot. man, I now I I had one. I we, my kids got one from the fair. That thing died in two seconds. Was there a goldfish? It was a goldfish. Oh, okay. it was looking at me like, save me! I, I don't know what to do. Yeah, change the water. Fucking died. Flushed down the toilet. I've heard their memories suck, and then I've heard their memories are actually really good. Well, it's like if it, it is really good, they realize then I don't have a memory of a goldfish because <laughs> somebody's I, I, one of the uh, 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 one of the um, listeners said that. I have a, a memory of a goldfish, so I'm assuming that they didn't. That they're thinking that's you know not a good memory. memory. I've heard an eight second memory. memory. I, that's what I've heard, but then I've heard it, it's that's ridiculous. Well, it's very uninteresting. No, I would love to. Know. <laughs> Get it? Is interesting. We're talking fish. We are talking <laughs> fish, and we talk music. <laughs> Can we listen to that song again? No, we don't have to listen to that again. Mm-hmm. So now, leading up to the fight, mm-hmm. the week of the fight, and now we might ask you this before, might not have. How do you get yourself from being now? Being get, not getting too amped. How, what do you do to get your mind off what you know that you're gonna be locked in there with another specialist, another dangerous human being? You're gonna go do bodily harm to each other. Your mission is to take this guy out, submission, knockout, beat his ass, beat his ass, beat. No, it just it would have just fit in all so all nice right. there. Forget it. It's okay. The ship I has thought... sailed. <laughs> the ship has sailed. Yes. I'm sorry. I just like I just like to be in sync with him. Sure. But anyway, I don't even know what the fuck I was talking about. What you were talking about uh, <laughs> preparing. What do I do? Producer, getting yes! prepared. Yes. How do you? What, what, and then you get mad at Chris for not having a music cue. <laughs> <laughs> I go. I go through my routine. I go through my routines. Um, now, now I'm just doing everything that I'm going to be doing in the fight. You know, the weights are done. I'm I'm doing high intervals still, but um, it's everything that I think. Okay, or and my team, you know, I was, it's not, I'm not the only person that that's doing this, but like, 
the think tank, whatever we see that we're going to uh, encounter in the fight, that's what we're doing every day. And then, um, you know, it's more meditation and visualization. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, you have to bring these things into existence, the law of attraction. You have to use this, you know. Um, you, you know, I, I look in the mirror <clears throat> and I sit there and I say to myself, you're a bad motherfucker, man. Fuck yeah. And on this day, you know, you got to do what you got to do and you're going to do it, you know. And I look directly into my soul and I tell myself that every single time. Do you ever read that book, The Secret? I've heard of it. I haven't read it. It's kind of about putting positive right. things that you want exactly. in the universe. Exactly. What? You know, if you if you if you if you fear something or if it's negative and you think that that's going to happen, then your greatest fear will come upon you. You know what I mean? Oh, I don't like that. You that's know? scary. That's you have fears when you have kids. That's and happened stuff. to me in fights. You know what I mean? I fought. Oh, I fought Anthony fights. Johnson. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you know, I I'm going to be fucking honest here. You know what I mean? Part of me did not fucking think I could win that fight. I went out there and went through the motions. I was fucking nervous of what he was doing to people. You know? Sure. And um, you know, I see. I realized how big he was, and then I go, okay. The fighter kicked in, and I was like, all right, let me fucking win this fight. But the shit that was already planted inside of me was fucking lose, you know what I mean? That's what it was. Yeah. But you, I'm just looking at it. And it was out. Adam's decision, too. So it was, it's not it, like he did what you know everybody fears he's going to do to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Did, now, when he, when he first hit you, because you said you had this, this fear or this caution, when he first hits you, is it not as bad as you thought, or is it like, oh, fuck, this is exactly oh, what no, I thought? Oh, no, my, my, my fear had come upon me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always fascinated when, when we were kings where they talk about watching Ali in between rounds mm -hmm. with Foreman, and they said you could see on his face, like, okay, the nightmare is here. Mm -hmm. This thing ha is in front of me that mm -hmm. I was afraid of and that I was worried about. I don't know why people don't think fighters get afraid. I mean, it, just because of what you guys do. Oh, yeah, we get afraid. But it's just most guys don't. Don't admit it. Mm -hmm. it keeps which is sharp, though. It keeps you sharp. That's what it does. But ultimately, before you get in there, you have to have the attitude that, all right, you, you can't have the attitude, all right, I'm locked in here with a killer. No, 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 no. That guy's locked in there with me. That's right. That guy's locked in there with David Branch. He's right. got the fucking problems. That's he's right. got the fuck. He's got to fight me. He's got to fight David Branch. He's got the fucking problem. There we go. To deal with his hands, deal with his jiu-jitsu, with his wrestling. Fuck! That's it. I can't. <laughs> can't say it better. What? Oh, did you think I was gonna hit, hit the song? What do you? What do you? What, what do you want me to do? Can you just be here with me? Yeah. Can you be here with me? Exactly. Like, yeah. Quick, the Family Feud thing. theme song. Listen, <laughs> what I'm trying to say is, uh -huh. when you have to get ready for a fucking fight, and you're fucking, you got to get that mentality. And I know who's like you, like Terry Reed. Mm -hmm. All right, listen to me. That's awesome. But what you really need to listen to is fucking beat your motherfucking uh, ass. Ah, uh, wait. Let it, let, uh, uh, go ahead, go ahead, David Branch. Just let it, let it seep in. Let it seep in, because you're going to war. You're going to fucking war. He's fighting you, David Branch. Yeah. This is not motivating, David. He's coming, Jacare. You're not doing this show anyway without an interpreter. Sorry. We're with David Branch on this one. I don't take sides. I'm taking David Branch's side. Say it. This is making David want to go home and just work on his botany. <laughs> that was good. That was good. All right. All right, guys. I'm, listen, I'm having fun. What else we got? We got anything else? Because listen, I can talk to David Branch all day. Well, you're, I was, was going to say just something. That, oh, I'm sorry. Were you going to say something? No, before I be, your school, I, I, I wanted to know the pressures of, of owning the school. Like how much pressure is that? Like, no, oh, fuck. Now it all falls on my shoulders <coughs> in my place. Is that, is that extra? Is that harder for you to do? 
What do you mean? Like uh, I'm a bad. I'm I'm bad at being like in my student ex- my students' expectation of like what I should be doing. And not even as a fighter, just as a person owning a business. Because mm-hmm. I I don't like delegating responsibility. I, I I don't know if I could fire anybody. Like that's a whole. You can't. Here's the, here's, the, here's the trick with that. If you put on a fucking a costume, you're gonna have to wear that shit for a long time. So what I've done is that I'm just fucking real with my students. I you know I curse, I fart shit, you know, like everybody else. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not. I'm no saint. You know what I mean? And uh, you know, I just tell the students of mine to like move in a positive direction. You know what I mean? You're gonna you're gonna do fucked up shit sometimes. You know what I mean? And just be confident. You know what I mean? Just go out there and fucking and and dominate the fucking world. You know, do what you got to do. You know, and uh. And that's it, you know? Positive energy. Yeah. I'm so into just positive, positive yep. energy. I like, when I go into my schools, I like to put the music on. Mm. A lot of guys don't like that. And you got to be careful. Because I don't want to put on, I'll, you'll beat your ass when there's a kids class going on. <laughs> right. You know, there's some words I'm not going to say in that. Well, also, yeah. you'll, you'll, I'll beat your ass alone is not very good. Not appropriate. Well, not for the next, you know, the little Sarah BJJ mm-hmm. Ninja Turtles. Sure. That's <laughs> not what they're called. But, you know, I got, I got young kids there. But I do like the energy that music brings. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Without getting too corny. Why? How about if you want to be happy for the rest of your life? What do you mean? No one? (laughs) Me? Happy for the rest of my life? That song. If you want to be happy for the rest of your life. Oh, oh, how does that song go? Oh, Sing it. I don't want to sing it. We don't have the right. If you want to be happy for the rest of your life, never make a pretty woman your wife. By Jimmy Ooh. Soul. Yes, Jimmy Soul. Yeah. You never heard that? Is that, that? really a song? Uh-huh. Oh, it's a big I, I, one. I like where it's going, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was, so, a, it was a good one. So basically what Jimmy's saying, Jimmy Soul, is saying, marry a pig. <laughs> yeah, I believe what he's saying. I want to. Yeah, 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 kind yeah, of, yeah, yeah. Yes, he is. Uh, Jimmy Soul, I, I believe he had an untimely, uh, not a particularly marry great a ending. Pig. Marry a pig. You have the best life ever. Yeah. You're lucky to have me. Where's my dinner? (laughs) Pig? (laughs) I'm only kidding. I don't judge people because I could be a... Listen. How did you... You never heard that song? Listen. I used to do a gig in Wildwood and there was an Irish girl who played that in the diner. She was a waitress in the diner and played that on a loop and it would make her so happy. Say it again? No, we don't have the copyright. If you want it. That's right. But we, we can't sing it? We really I mean, can't sing a song. Really. Really, emphasis I mean, on it. Where's the fun police? He's the fun police. I'll point at Chris the producer, everybody. The fun police. Did you have a question, Chris? <laughs> uh, well, I was just going to say just two points of news if we could get to uh, before the end of the show. Hold on. Before you say that, sure. let me just cut you off for one second. No, please. Because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask this to David uh-huh. when we leave, and nobody's going to hear it. And nobody can see it. But David Branch, what are you wearing? Because you're a, the more I talk to you, the more spiritual I feel you are. People look at him from that that barbershop that time. They go, "Oh, he can't be that spiritual. He just seems angry." There's been stuff. a lot of changes since that yeah, time. I'll tell know. you right now. <laughs> uh, what is around your neck right now? It seems like something out of Muay Thai or oh, something. If I'm way off, what is it? A Tibetan mala beads. See this? What does it symbolize? Well, what does it do? For me, it just reminds me to just control myself. You know to. That the only person that you have control of is your own emotions, y- yourself, you know, and to you know you you have the you have the power of in- infinite possibility in you, and you you want to move in a, in a positive direction. So anytime your course is like being steered into negativity, you have a choice. And this reminds me that motherfucker, you better fucking stay straight. You and know what I mean? Where did, when did you get into that or, or that? I've I've been Tibetan. I've, yeah, Tibetan mala beads. Yeah. Wow. Man. I don't think it came from Tibet, but that's no, what but that's, that's cool yeah. though. It's just so mm-hmm. cool. I are you like good? It. Are you good at controlling that stuff? I'm, I, at times, I'm bad. I mean, it, 
I just can't fight, so nobody sees. I, at it. times, <laughs> I'm bad too, but it but it definitely has helped. You know what I mean? Where, where like you have something, you get met, you get angry, you look around, you're like, oh shit, and then you're like, ah, oh, you know, just calm down. And like I said, it takes effort to be a good person. You know what I mean? Because a lot of people are gonna try to pull that bullshit out of you. You know yeah. what I mean? And it takes a lot of effort. You know what I mean? And if you fight back with them, you're just fighting back with negativity. Sometimes you just gotta put your head in the fucking sand. You know, I'm going through a lot of things with my kids right now. You know what I mean? And um. <clears throat> You know, I got to be patient. You know what I mean? There's a lot of things that I want to do, a lot of things that I want to say, but that's not going to help the situation. And sometimes these things right here, they they help me to remember those things that, you know, just take it easy, man. Tough times, you know, tough times don't last. Tough people do. When I when you when you talk about this, we talked about decisions earlier, mm -hmm. you know, and I was talking about this the other day with Raging Al and Longo because I seen somebody I didn't care for. And, you know, you sometimes you mm -hmm. see somebody that you knew was saying something, whatever. Yeah. And we were at a show over the weekend. And I've got so much going for me, you know? Well, I'd not be like that. <laughs> I'm a fucking asshole. Yeah, the I good life. I about my abs. I really do. Yeah. Beautiful yeah, family, you, you know? Uh, you guys, even you, my uh, little Christopher producer. <laughs> it's so nice. I like it so much better when I'm attacking you. Uh -huh. But sometimes I feel... Did you ever see the movie Heat with Robert De Niro I did. and Pacino? Yeah. Sure. Jimmy. Val Kilmer? Yes, he was great. A slender Val great Kilmer? Movie. I'll tell you, a part of what that really stands out with that, well, not the, I'm going to get right back to the point I'm saying, is when he's all happy when they almost got done with that heist, and then he's, he's, he's headed towards the car, he's about to, and then he sees Appuccino, he's just blasting. But anyway, my point is, sometimes I feel, and I felt like this the other night, where I felt something in the pit of my stomach that like, I didn't feel for like a little bit until I, I, I see somebody that I really dislike, and, and, and they're within like arm's length or something. Or they're within... They're they're in the same room or something, and I feel like it's hard for me not to address something. Yeah, like if I seen something, it's hard for me not to say, yeah. "Hey, man, didn't you say something? Did you say something about me like that wasn't so positive? Did you? Because I, I would like for you to say it now." And I just I see I see I see the different things playing out very fast in my head where it could hundred percent go south, and I don't and my and something about me kind of doesn't mind that. Like you know what I mean, Jimmy? Sure. David, you know what? I'm, <laughs> yeah, David knows yeah, I know what, what I'm you're talking about. about. So I feel. I feel in my, in my, sometimes in my life, like that the other night, and I said it to Raging Al, I feel like Robert De Niro at the end of the movie Heat, when he's got it almost made, and he's, he's on the freeway, he's headed with his girlfriend, the new girlfriend, sure. go, just come with me now, and this, and, and, he, and he's like, that, they got that thing going, and then he remembers that scumbag, that fucking scumbag, that's a, he's protected in that hotel, he knows, he gets the goal, he knows where that guy is, yeah. but he's made it, he's made it, he's made it, he's getting away, Al Pacino lost him, he knows he lost his shot, and he's about to go away, and then there's that thing in his stomach, Jimmy, he it's has not to a do principle. he fucking turned, he turned, he's like, I gotta handle something, and next thing you know, Al Pacino fucking, he, he handled it all right, he got that, he handled it, he got that son of a bitch, did you killer. approach the guy or no? I didn't, no, I didn't do anything. Did he see you? Did he say hello to you? Oh no, yeah, the, the, the person who I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not gonna. I don't like sure. anybody, but uh, yeah, they sense that's it. easy and, for uh, you to do, Matt. And I've seen a guy, and then you know, I don't want to give anybody. I don't like to build up. Like it's almost like when, like uh, Eminem doesn't want to like make anybody bigger by mentioning anybody. So I'm not. All I'm gonna say is that uh, you know, I I didn't anything anything, but I I got a glance, and it was. I'm not gonna say there was eye contact because the guy wouldn't make it. But when I when I seen him, like I I seen him look down. It's like okay, all right. I see I seen enough. Like you know what I mean. I seen already mm -hmm. that you know I'm right here, and I you know there's a reason why you're not saying something that you would say anywhere else Oof. in public. Yeah, because you know it's gonna go fucking south. That's right. And it, you know, you know, you know who's walking and you don't want to say his name. Stepe, let it go. 
No. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's just like, no. Literally, it's a low level dirt. It was a low level dirt bag. A low level dirt bag. So it's like nobody that that's in, on anybody's radar. But you just you just some things come across your come uh, you know get your attention somehow. Like oh, somebody said, oh, this guy's talking shit or whatever. It's it's it, listen. It's it's amateur. Nowadays with the internet, it almost feels like high school sometimes. But if something does catch your attention and then you see the guy, you kind of want to address it as a man. Mm-hmm. But you know nowadays, you I'll. I'll be in that. I'll be there for a year. You know what I mean. What I'll saying. be in jail. And it's easy so for it's you to do that, Matt. It was hard. It's it's easy for you to do that because that's what that's what your instinct is. As that's, as as yeah, that's it's what it your is. instinct is. It is and it's, it's even, harder for you to show control. And it's not even it is, and and it's the right thing to do. Yes, but. But uh, my instinct is to pretend I didn't see the guy and then later tell people, oh, I wish I would have known he was there because I'd have done some shit. <laughs> <laughs> You're awesome. Well, it's got to be hard, though, too, for you guys as fighters, especially because there is a point where you are going to let it all go, where you're supposed to let those walls down and not be in control. You're going to go into the kit. Right. November 3rd. You, November 3rd. Exactly. Yes! So. I can't wait. I can't wait. Uh, but, you know, it, it, as a martial artist, it does, it does help you. It does help you that... I, I, you know, when you know what you could do, so it's not an insecurity. But, but when you know what you could do, and somebody's disrespectful, it's like, dude, you, you, you don't realize what's gonna happen to you. It's right? annoying. You really don't know what's gonna go down right now, do you? But they do, they do know at the end of it. That's why when people ask you, David, they go. I'm sure people ask you all the time, like, hey man, what do you do when you're out and somebody fucks with you? It never ha- does it happen often to you? No, me neither. Because they know they they recognize. Fuck yeah! They say real recognizes real. Well, I'll tell you what. No one else recognizes real. Fake. Fucking <laughs> a fake, a fucking wankster. They recognize real right away when they make eye contact. Those fucking pussies. But I'm so happy. I guess know. people can tell that this is Hell a bad yeah. move. Yeah, Hell I think they yeah. sense it when they get up close, David. No, mm-hmm. and I try not to put myself in a position because I'm not out clubbing. I'm not out at the bars. I'm, I'm missing out. It's a I'm lot just, of fun. I'm playing the, my vibe. You know what I mean? I'm hanging out with my dudes. But you never know when you can come across a fucking asshole. But you try to, you know, you, you try to do the right thing. You know what I mean? Um, what were you going to ask Chris to do? I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say just a, a quick point that uh, it was Eddie Alvarez is leaving the UFC. Oh, right. right. So going to Singapore, just, right? Yep. One championship. Yeah, in Singapore. So. I, I, yeah, Eddie just left the UFC. It, it, was he 4-3, and three, I think, was his record in the UFC? Uh, yeah, he went 4-3, and three, won no contest. But against, such an uh, exciting uh, fighter. I loved watching Eddie fight, man. Win yeah. or lose. Like Justin Gaethje. Win or lose, he was fun to watch. He's going to have some fun over there, though. Yeah. yeah. Gonna, and it's, it's, it's probably for, you know, good for, good for a good payday, I hope. You know, for yeah. yeah, when we talked to Dana, he had said that, where it's like he understands it's probably going to be one of the last, if not the last contract he signs. And, you know. He wants him to be all No hard feelings. I'm Dana. No. 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 And Eddie Alvarez, you know. Eddie's one great. of the best fighters on the planet, yeah. Yeah. So good luck to Eddie Alvarez. And now who saw Fedor uh, beat Chael? That was really... Oh, yeah. That was, that was you know, crazy. Fedor looks exactly the same as he looked He looked eight, like ten, throwback ten Fedor in that fight. Yeah. You know what I mean? He looked really He good. did a fucking cartwheel to avoid the takedown and got on top. That was you know beautiful. I, mean? I saw that. that. I saw that. That was beautiful. That was the only beautiful. other person that I know that did a fucking cartwheel to escape a takedown was this man right here, Matt Serra. <laughs> that was in a grappling match, which yes, Leo... Still, man. Come Leo on, Leo Vera back in the day. Thank you so much. Who the fuck does that? You know what I mean? That was in 2000. That was 18 years ago. That's why I was watching that. I was yeah. learning from that. I looked at that. I fucking put that thing over one 40, 50 times. They gave that fucker two points for that. But I, anyway. I got a question for you, Matt. Yes. And now I'm on the show and I can ask. When you uh, when you did Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi. Yes. And you fought Jean-Jacques. Jean-Jacques Machado. Eddie Bravo's sensei. Were you, were you being nice? Oh, No. Being nice, would, would, no, I, I, uh, I, I won that match by um, 
by an advantage because mm-hmm. he pulled guard at the end. But I feel Henzo was in my corner, and I was going versus cousin, which was very interesting. You know, that's how much me and Henzo. I love Henzo. I'm, I love Henzo so much. He's such a great man. Yes. But um, I was not being nice at all. I, I that that to me was like my GSP fight in the grappling world. If people don't know, John Jock Machado was just. Phenomenal. I hold him in such high regard, and I'm friends with him on Instagram. We we go back and forth liking each other's stuff. I like him. I wish he's in New York and I could have him on here. <clears throat> I look up to him a lot. <clears throat> but so like that was like going versus one of the guys I looked up to because yeah. everybody knows the Gracies and and their cousins, the Machado brothers. Are you know they're legendary in Brazil. So for me to go versus one of my heroes was just you know it, it's one of my you know biggest accomplishments. You know what I mean. And but I feel I should have won on two points though. They gave me it on advantage. But when he stood up in my guard after five minutes, there's points in Abu Dhabi as you know. So when I did my uh, my waiter sweep on him, got on top, I got no points. You'll see me even go to Henzo like when it was a couple minutes left. I'm in half guard on him. And I'm looking at the thing. I go, what the fuck, man? With my points, you see me go, what the fuck? You know, go versus John Jock. But um, no, man, that was a that was a hell of an experience. That's funny. Eighteen years ago. And what about you? Are you any grappling when you're done with fighting? I mean, listen, you're you're kicking ass right now. But sometimes when the guys are done fighting, and you're a black belt like yourself, you think about jumping back in and doing one of these, like either the quintet or the or uh, any EBIs or anything like that, or not, I'm not even. Doing any of that stuff. You're not into it. No, when I'm done, I just want to teach. That's it. And, uh, um, with the grappling, no. I mean, people say the same thing to me, and I'm like, no, I'm not into it. But no, no why I, is that? I mean, I've I've fought MMA for 12 years, man, and I've grappled. I don't know how many years before that, all over yeah. the country, and um, you know how that goes. Yeah. And I just never took a break. I got you. I've been doing martial arts for almost 18 years now, yeah. straight. And I so when you're retired break. from competing, with mm-hmm. fighting, you're done competing. I'm done competing. I hear you, man. Yeah. I do. Uh, people ask me about the chapter, grappling. Different I love, yeah, mm-hmm. different chapter of your mm-hmm. life, man. I love my next chapter in my life with Jimmy. I do, too. <laughs> Jimmy? <laughs> Jimmy, you're a big part of my next chapter of my life. I yeah. hope you know that. Yeah, this to... might be a side gig for you, Jimmy, but I look, you know. I enjoy You're this. a huge part of my life. We are. I went to the PI, you know, the UFC Performance yeah. Institute. And um, I'm not too sure. You've probably been there. And I go to the PI, and, like, I see a lot of the people on the wall. They have, like, a small wall when you go up to the training facility. Yeah. And uh, you see all the Hall of, all the famous, you know. You know, Matt Serra is, you know, oh, is my nice. senior classmate, you know, from Henzo Gracie Academy. And when I seen that, you know, I was like, I want my fucking face up there too. You know what I mean? Fuck yeah, dude. I know that Weidman's going up there. I know that a lot of other people are going up there. But I want my fucking name up there. You know what I mean? And after I do that, I don't want to have nothing to do with fighting no more. You know what I'm saying? That's a, that's a big thing right there. You not, know, you don't got to fucking ball your fists up ever again. You know? You're not, you're not going to be like Master Henzo, 51 and uh, 50 or whatever. He's still, yeah, I know. Henzo I, know. He, yeah. I love it, though. <laughs> Me I would, too. I would, I would have it no other way. Yep. Jimmy... In closing, what yes. else we got? Um, I mean, this was this was this, this was, was great. great. Yeah, it was nice to have you in. And you can come in nice. any, dude, after a card. Any, you want to? You got something going on at your school? If you just want to shoot the shit, man, you're always welcome in here. You know that. Thank you. You know, and thank you um, to Anthony Smith. Yeah. Uh, for calling in, I like Anthony a lot. Yeah, Anthony's oh, a, yeah. another big guy fight against Uzdemir, October twenty seventh. Tough, tough sh- fucking guy. Yeah. A lot of fights, man. Jeez. Yeah, he's got forty. What is that? I'm thirty. Thirty. Yeah. He's thirty and thirteen. Yeah. Jimmy. Yes, sir. I have a gig what to is, promote. I was going to say, I was going to ask David to promote something first. David, you go first. I want Jimmy, is that awkward now? No. <laughs> David, promote your school. The guys at David Branch Jiu-Jitsu, everybody at David Branch Jiu-Jitsu, the kids, uh, everybody. 
How do they get uh, to that? How do they find out? What's the name? How, if they go, wh- wh- I want to train at David Branch's school. What, what's the website? What's we can the- go. We can go at, uh, at David Branch Jiu Jitsu uh, on social media feeds. We can go to davidbranchjujitsu.com. Um, you know, we have the website that's been up, uh, and we're on seven twenty Monroe, uh, the fourth floor, C four ten, C four eleven. What's your Instagram again? I have it. I just want the world to know it. I want the UFC Unfiltered Army to know it. Uh, at David Branch Jiu Jitsu, and then uh, David uh, 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 David Branch thirty two. Is uh, my Instagram feed. Awesome. Jimmy, Jimmy, do you have something to plug? I do. I will be uh, down in Houston on Friday at the Warehouse and then Saturday at the Aztec Theater in San Antonio and then Parlor Live Comedy Club in Seattle, the 20, whatever the next weekend is, Friday and Saturday. Oh, fuck. 25th, uh, 26th and 27th. 26th, 27th. I got yeah. a New York dates coming up. I'm doing something with uh, on November 8th with Ricky Gervais. I think it's in Brooklyn. What? What just the 9th, 10th, and I get gigs all, all month. So just go to jimnorton.com. I'm, right now when you're doing this, I'm looking up where I'm going to be. Oh, here we go. Let me see. You know where I'm going to be, guys? I don't know. <laughs> it's not on your Instagram? I've got a, it's on Instagram. My buddy Frank Mullis and Tony Q, they got a school. Where the fuck is that school? Oh. Down south? Why doesn't he have it on his Instagram, Frank Mullis, you ass? Black when are you going to be there? Belt. He's a podcaster? When are you going to be there? I'm going to... You know what, guys? I'm going to get back to you on where okay. I'm going to be. Everybody, I'm wasting... <laughs> Listen to me. SarahBJJ.com. HenzoGracie.com. I'm going to go there now. I got to get fluid out of my knee. Okay. It's very... It's going to be uninteresting. I'm going to tell you off air. But there's a doctor at Henzo's, and I think uh, they're going to take care of it. Good. All right, I'll get back to you on that. David, thank you so much for hanging out thank, with thanks, us. Thanks, David. Thank you, Matt, for having me. Thank you, Anthony Smith. Do you, do you want to say goodbye first and close the show? You go first. Okay. What? You go first. But then you're not you're gonna go I'll after I'll do it with you. <laughs> All right, everybody. Let's do our let's do our, our catch line. Okay. Uh, ready? One, two, three. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs>